before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. What does he say? Welcome says, to Behind the Counter. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, welcome to Behind the Counter. Uh, We're the guys behind the we counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm blank. And, okay. And, uh, okay, cool. So let's do that again. Who, no, no. At... Let's leave, let's keep rolling, bro. I like it. Yeah. I like the, I hope you, I want, <laughs> I want it to start right when you clear your throat. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Yes. So who, and, who are uh, you? I'm uh, Sprinkles with Collection Therapy here. And uh, who am I speaking with? Oh, my name is Jesse, uh, the real Joe Danger, a.k.a. the black Richard Nixon uh, from Cinedump.com. And I don't know where I got that from. It's some, like, reference from a long time ago. But, um, yeah, anyway, we're here. The, the I guess the boss man, the teacher, the teacher's out. Yep. We got some substitutes in today. Uh, he will be he will be editing. Uh, Kevin from Pizza Planet is off this week. He's He's got some PTO. And uh, <laughs> he put it in on time, so he got he got this week off. Yeah, actually, the whole, the whole time he was texting me, I was like, I want to come up with something like to say about like where he's at. But then everything <laughs> I was coming up with was like more and more morbid. So right. then I was, so I was just like, let's just yeah, let's just tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's busy. Uh, he has he has baby. He has dog. He I has have dog now too. Puppies are. Puppies are quite. Do you have a dog? No, I don't like dogs. You know, is that so? You look yeah, like you would have a big old one that doesn't leave your side. I wanna. I've always wanted a bulldog, but I'm. I am. I'm a cat person. Like I just. I like cats okay. because like they give you attention when they want to give you attention, and then like they're very low maintenance. Yeah, I've yeah, always want. I've always wanted a bulldog though, just because like they know how to skateboard, and uh, <laughs> like. The ones I want though are like the ones that are like solid white, like the expensive ones that all like yeah. rap rappers have. Yeah. And um, but I they are just um, they have a they have a lot of issues because of like inbreeding and like oh, puppy yeah. mills. It's terrible! Th- it's terrible what we did yeah. to it, well, wolves. It, it, we took it, wolves. Yep. And we turned them. In. We we fucked them up, man. So yeah, like as much as I want a bulldog, like I would ultimately probably just get like a, a like a shelter dog or something like that. Yeah. Just because it, I don't know. That's more of who I am. Yeah. Mine's a little wheat and terrier. So it's like a little, it's like a little scruffy. It doesn't shed. So that's yeah. cool. It's hypoallergenic. So that's, that's real nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I had, I had a roommate once that moved in and he had two dogs and he said both of them were, they both, he said both dogs don't shed. And he said, but if they do, I'll clean it up. And I'm like, well, what, how, how is that? <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And they both did shed like insane <laughs> amounts of hair. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, that's us. We're going to talk about dogs this week. Yeah. So uh, I, I did. I did make some notes. I know I've sent them to you probably about like three or four times. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, and no, I'm, I'm, what I mean is, is I've sent them to you in three different forms or fashions. So like, I know I've sent it to you text. I've sent it to you like through mm-hmm. other forms of. Uh, social communication and um before we go too far i do want to do a little housekeeping yeah so we did start a, a twitter account we did we are on the uh, on the tweets 
Yeah. So we're not only celebrities, <laughs> not only are we on Instagram now, behind the counter is on on Twitter too. We're BTC Podcast Crew. So if you're not a photogenic person, like I, I don't, I don't know. Like if you're on Twitter, if you're more active on Twitter, you can follow us there and communicate with us there. Yeah. I, I don't know if you have you you logged into it yet. No, Twitter's a whole different beast. I've never, never really tackled it. It's basically just like Instagram, but without photos. Yeah, yeah, that's really what draws me in to uh, to Instagram. (laughs) I'm not. I'm. I'm definitely not selling it. Especially because when there are pictures on Twitter, they're not even the whole picture. You have to click it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, really? You can't even show me the whole picture. It like links you to Instagram ultimately. But um. But yeah, yeah. Somehow we we got like thirty or forty followers. Uh, pretty quick, and then we somehow got up into like a follow a follow train. Like, uh, gotta love those. And so, uh, Kev thought like we were like getting like fake followers, and I'm like, oh man, that we're to follow. Like somehow we happened into <laughs> a, a follow train. So I think we're like sitting at 200, 300 followers now. Hey, so hey everybody, um, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice and I, to have you. <laughs> like a hundred of them are Indian, so I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> well, hey, we are international now. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll have so to yeah. check the analytics. So yeah, we're we're stretching out on the internet, and uh, so hit us up on there for sure. Go follow, tell your friends. Um, but yeah, what else you got going on this week? What, what I, else is in housekeeping? I also wanted. I'm not. Are you going to be at the uh, VHS alien abduction sighting? Yes, sir. Okay, I got, so I got two tables this this time. I got Dungeon's booth. Well, that are so. Are you selling for him, or are you selling? No, I'm. I you just got his area. Space. Yeah, I got that. Okay. I got that two spot. I got so many tapes. I'm, my whole website's uh, collectiontherapy.com. My whole website's <laughs> inventory will be displayed, ready, ready to sell. Um, the site will be down for that day. Cool. So that I can sort my inventory as I go. So I guess for those that are not in the know, there is a VHS swap. I well, I guess we're gonna be post. This will be posted on Friday, hopefully. Yeah, so, Friday or even Saturday, but or Saturday before before the swap. So June thirtieth, one to four p.m. Uh, myself and Sprinkles will be at the Insomnia Gallery, which is downtown Houston. I guess uh, Telephone Road, I believe, or near Telephone Road. Is that considered uh, downtown Houston? I know, Houston's so much bigger than Austin, I never really know what's downtown. Well, it's on the outskirts, but yeah, it would definitely okay. be considered downtown. Because you have to drive through downtown from from my perspective to get to it. Because yeah. I, I live on the north side. I'm like kind of in between Houston and Dallas. Okay. So, but, um, Are you near Katy? No, I'm on the, I'm on the no. other, other side. Oh, okay, the other north side. Yeah. I get, yeah, the south uh, the other, the north, the nasty north. Because Katie's on like the north, northwestern side. Yeah, I suppose yeah. of Houston. Well, it, northeastern. To I guess put it in perspective, Katie is exactly one hour from my house. Okay, tight. But the but at the same time, the uh, Insomnia Gallery is about forty five to fifty minutes away. So it's just another direction towards mm-hmm. the beast that is Houston, Texas. I measure my life in how far away Bucky's is. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how I will remain. Um, so yeah, we got that coming up this weekend, and then uh, as far as this last week, um, I've been pretty busy uh, as far as work, puppy uh, stuff like that. I also found a big old stack of X Files tapes that was rad, um, sealed. Do you do you collect like, X Files tapes? I 
I would like to, but it's one of those. Well, now, now it's to the point where I'm like, yes, yeah, I do, because I have I'm about like twenty or so of them. Yeah, and once it's like that, now it's to the point where I'm gonna have to read the labels and see which ones I don't have because none yeah. of them have numbers. I have but, eight, uh, I have eight of them. So like, yeah. I, and I thought that was a lot. I I mean, usually if you find one, you find a lot usually because yeah. no one just bought one. And a lot of them came in trilogy boxes. Yep. Or those three packs. Uh, my ex was big into it. So one time at a yard sale in Florida, I found, I think it was like nine or 10 of the three packs, all just all on the same table. And I was like, how much you want? And the guy was like 30 bucks. And I was like, I'll give you $10. He was like 30. And I was like, I'll give you $10 right now. And I got them <laughs> all for 10 bucks. Why, why would anybody pay 30? Like you, like that's such a he, weird. It's just because you know that he paid probably 30 each. Yeah. And then he never watched most of them. Yeah. A lot of Star Trek stuff too, especially in Florida. A lot of big tables of Star Trek stuff never opened that people are finally getting rid of. Got a I, lot of tapes that way. I, I used to live in uh, North, North Florida. I lived in Tallahassee for a while. Yeehaw. And it was like very good. Um, it was very good as far as hunting because no one knew what they had. Right. And, and the estate sales are everywhere. Everyone's dying. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have old shit. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I did that. And then also the guy who had it, it was a Craigslist deal. He had the Twin Peaks set. So yeah. I crossed that off the list because I hadn't had that. And yeah, so that's right. That's pretty, that was... that's pretty solid after too. I don't know. I guess maybe with the resurgence of the show yeah. um, and, you know, kind of with how VHS is kind of making a comeback, it's like a combo of those two things. Mm-hmm. Any uh, David Lynch, anything yeah. on tape. I've got quite a lot. There's only a few more I need of David Lynch movies, but I'm not even, I'm not like an Uber fan. It's just like a cool. Yeah. That's a shelf. It's a cool you know, thing to hunt. You know, it's not quite, you know, as significant as a Polly Shore section. <laughs> a David Lynch section is a nice cutaway, you know. Well, a David Lynch make, section makes more sense. Uh, a little bit. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. So any, anything else you find? Because th- those, those are actually two things that are pretty interesting. Are pretty cool. Yeah, those are, those are fun. Uh, that's, did I actually go out hunting? I don't think I, uh, no, I didn't stop anywhere because of the dog. I, I yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to leave it here and then go out hunting because it's still such a new animal. Doesn't yeah. know how to live that long yet. So, well, uh, ba- so based, I... based on where you you live, like, are you close to places where you could walk and hunt, or like, is it? No, um, there is a Goodwill about a block from me that used to be my go-to. Goodwill stopped selling tapes, at least in Austin. Yeah, uh, the Salvation Army's stopped selling tapes. The uh, two thrift stores closed. And one of the savers closed. Uh, the other savers stopped selling tapes. So now I only have like two or three left. Yeah. And one of them, this place called Restore, which is amazing. If anyone doesn't know what Restore is, it's like Goodwill, but Home Depot. So it's just old furniture and parts and lights and everything I love. Uh, and there's a little offshoot of like electronics. They decided to go from 50 cents last year a tape to $1 last December. Now they're at two dollars. Now this is the same pile of tapes, <laughs> re re stickered three times, and I'm like, "Hey, no one bought them at fifty cents." Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, we had to raise all the prices." I'm like, "Okay, you no one." Okay, 
Like so. to what, that way, in case you sell one, like basically you can keep the lights on or what? Yeah, I don't understand, <laughs> but so that's been unfortunate. Uh, so I don't, and there's no yard sales in Austin because there's no yards. Yeah, <sighs> I, it's it's the places like that kind of annoy me just because it reminds me of half price books. Like I used to love mm-hmm. going to half price books. I would hunt in the VHS. I'd hunt in the laser disc. I'd hunt in the CDs. Like mm-hmm. there was a little bit of everything, and then now it's like they literally will offer you like five bucks for a box of decent stuff. And then we'll price it out accordingly. Every single thing. Yeah. I have a, I have a strong gripe with them and I will shop through their VHS every so often. I've found like, I found a copy of Brazil and uh, what's that movie? THX like one thirty eight, whatever it is. Yeah. The um, George Lucas movie. Yeah. I found those two together for two bucks each. And I was like, okay, like I'll pay that. That's fine. But then I saw a copy of Eight Crazy Nights, which is on my list. I need that tape. They had $8 on it. And I was like, guys, what? For I, I guess it makes eight it's still crazy there. nights, $8. It's still there. It's been there for a year. A dollar, a dollar a night, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? And, why? Why? Is that? Is there something special about that? Like that, that release or what? No. No. That's it's just a movie. Crazy. It's just an arbitrary movie that I've been looking for. And I was excited, grabbed it, and was like, never mind. You can stay here forever. Yeah. That's uh, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing significant about it at all. Um, but I found cool, like, box sets there for, like, $4 because just, you know, they sat around for so long. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, the the fact that they price things so low, like, borderline donation, but they're not even giving you anything for it. And then to price them so high yeah, is, and so blatantly because you also know that the employees are getting the good stuff to themselves because they allow that. Right off they, the bat. they also police their employees to the point where, from what I hear, uh, to the point where, I mean, you can't, you couldn't have a resale business because you could easily be ripping people off in a similar fashion to themselves. Yeah. So it's, it's a shame, but cause it's like, at least be honest about it and be like, yeah, we rip people off. You want to do it too? Sick. Here's a bunch of inventory. <laughs> it's great well, it's, a great way it's, to make money <laughs> it's it's like as long as they profit 100 percent, then they don't really give a shit it, that's yeah. kind of what it seems like yeah but i don't know anyway moving on um, yeah past politics sorry uh <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> yeah unless they want to be and then yeah. in that case we'll take everything that you guys triple and yeah, we'll quadruple talk. markup yeah mm-hmm. um i guess what i i uh i hit up a few goodwills uh, there's like three or four in my in my uh drive between here and work Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I didn't find anything worth picking up. And then the few things that I considered, um, I just ultimately figured I'd save my money for for Sunday, yeah. which is which is what everybody that's listening should do. And if I'm you so are in the, <laughs> if you're in Houston, man, swing by, contact one of us, we'll get you there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's free to get in, come in, yeah. hang out. It's also attached to like a record store, like Insomnia Gallery sells records, collectibles, and it's just a it's a rad place to hang out for an hour or two. And they usually have food, and there's BYOB. There's a couple spots like within like walking distance where you can get beer if if, if you if you need it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty rad. But um, I I picked up I ended up picking up a copy of this comic book called Thumbs, which is what Kev mm-hmm. recommended last time. That's the one we were talking about. Like, it's like Facebook meets technology. Yeah. Um, I ended up. I'm curious about that. Yeah. It sound. It. I mean, like, it sounds really interesting. The um the cover is fantastic. It's like pink and black and um uh, very psychedelic looking um it's also on hard stock like it's really thick 
good paper. Oh, cool. So, I mean, you can kind of tell that they, they actually gave a shit about it. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, I ordered X-Men volume one, the cartoon, like just because I, I've had a, a hankering for it, man. Like we went and saw, um, well, we attempted to see, uh, dark Phoenix on father's day. Uh-huh. And while we were there, the, uh, the movie theaters power went out. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah. In the middle, uh. like we had 30 minutes left in the movie and I was just like, Okay, no way. That... thirty minutes left. Bummer. Yeah, like and it's it, the movie is not not great, but it definitely does not deserve all the flack that it's getting. Yeah, um, everyone's shitting on it, and I'm just like, it's really not that bad. I mean, have you guys seen the other X Men movies? Like, what? Right. What's what's so shittacular about this one that you actually have to write ten paragraphs about how yeah. bad it is? Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. It really was not that bad. And then. Um, but I, anyway, I was, I was just getting into the movie finally, you know, an hour and 10 minutes into it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. This, this is some, something's happening. And then the power went out. Um, well, that'll that's be a, exciting later. Yeah. Like, cause I hear they're <laughs> rushing the delete, the release of it, uh, just because, uh, it's not making any money. Yeah. So they're hoping to try to get their money back on the DVD release or Blu-ray or whatever. From what I heard, I, I, I saw the first I want to say three X Men. That was mm-hmm. it. Um, I was I wasn't a big X Men guy. I like Spider Man. Um, I, I was never big into X Men. But uh, from what I heard from people who like actually comic books, I know two people at work that I found out within the last week love comic books. I was like, oh, go figure. I, we can all relate on something. Yeah. Even though I don't read those, but there's a gateway here. You can appreciate. Um, yeah. But uh, they enjoyed. Dark Phoenix just fine. They were like, uh, we thought it was great. And I was like, oh, like they had no qualms with it at all. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're well, like, we, it wasn't yeah. spectacular, but it was like, yeah, it was, it was fine. It was exactly it, what it should have been. And I was like, all right. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. And what's, what's crazy about the cartoon and like, I, I, you know, I have a kid and I'm like, okay, well, this is something we can both watch. And, um, the, the whole like Jean Grey evolution of that character, Dark Phoenix, um, that doesn't happen until volume two mm-hmm. and like, like the whole, she goes crazy. Um, but at the same time, what's really weird. It's kind of like the same idea as like, if you were looking for a video game, mm-hmm. uh, like even though like uh, what's the, what's earthbound yes. Earth, earthbound's not a rare game, but it's sought after. So therefore the price is always high. Kind of, kind of like the same with, with this X-Men cartoon. It's volume two is all the episodes everyone wants to watch. Yeah. So even though it's not out of print and like <laughs> you can still buy it for some reason, that copy that, that version or volume of the DVD goes for 20 to 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. It also so, speaks to quality too. Yeah, Just exactly. Exactly. That are Nintendo games stay their price. Yep. And they don't we, even get that high. Like you can buy a brand new, smash brothers melee for gamecube and it's still around 60 to 80 bucks because yeah. it's just a good game for that price that's well and that's, it it's not rare like yeah so, like, it's not rare can... there's millions of them but it's yeah. just that's what it goes for pay yep. it it's worth it don't worry about it we me and my buddy have a joke about that like if you go to like a flea market or a garage sale and i mean it's no secret that texas is so close to like mexico yeah and a lot of the people running like you know usually like the the typical booths at a flea market are, are normally Mexican. Mm-hmm. And so they always say like Mario's and Pokemon's 
Oh, those extra, those extra. So, <laughs> yeah, they know. So we always say like the to kind of like grade things on quality. <laughs> um, the top tier is always like Mario's and Pokemon's, mm-hmm. and, and it's just it's funny how those things can, can translate from medium to medium, like X Men Volume Two. It is true, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's definitely a Pokemon's. Um, <laughs> But yeah, one thing, I, so I watched a whole bunch of movies this week because I got a free week of stars because I realized, oh, you can just get a free week of all these things and just watch some stuff real quick and not charge, not get charged for it. So uh, I flip, flipped open stars, didn't know what they had. Uh, so this week I watched Spider-Man Homecoming for the first time. Pretty good. I loved it. I was like, yeah. I was mad that I loved it so much. Yeah, it's fun. Because I didn't want Tom Holland to be good at everything. And then he was, and I was like, "You little bastard! You're just yeah. like you're just charming." Um, and he I plays hope... he plays the boy like the kid like yeah. that age perfect. I hope like he's the only person that I'm like, okay, let's see if he can grow into be Spider Man. Like, yeah. Let's see if we can get a a 25 year old Spider Man. If he keeps making these movies for another what what would it be six years, then he'll be a 25 year old Spider Man. Yeah, and then we can have a 30 year old Spider Man. Go figure. That's what yeah. I've been wanting forever. I want a Spider-Man in his 30s who's been doing it for a while and is out on the town, just like in the comics they did that. He's clubbing, meeting people. Uh, so yeah, I watched, uh, watched that one. Great. I watched Venom. Uh, I mean, that's a movie. I See, I, I liked Venom. And, yeah. And I, I liked it because it was so campy. Like, it was, it was I, so stupid that it was entertaining. <laughs> it was better than I thought it was going to be. But it was cheesier than I thought it was going to be. I was like, I didn't know what they wanted it to be. Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think anyone knew. It was it, like, Kev, Kev's going to be so pissed off because you actually watched uh, two comic book movies back to back. He's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I watched both of those the same day, actually. And both then, Marvel, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure Marvel was like, Sony, don't make a fucking DC movie. And they were yeah. like, okay, we'll try. And they tried. <laughs> They tried to not make a DC movie. It is a little DC like. Uh, what else? Oh shit! What else did I watch? I feel like I just kept flipping through movies. Um, so the movie we're going to talk about today. Spoiler alert: The Meg. I watched that. Uh, I watched that one on Monday. Uh, and shit! What else is on Stars? I was going to write this stuff down. Totally didn't. So. <laughs> well, I uh, I watched uh, uh, Shout Factory was kind enough to send me a copy of Power Rangers on Blu-ray. Oh hell yeah! And so I haven't seen the actual movie in a long mm-hmm. in a long time, and uh, my little my little boy is like going through a Power Rangers phase. So yeah, uh, I think it was either, I think it was the night before last. Um, we got it in the mail, and I was like, oh hell yeah! Because I did an interview for for Shout Factory at Frightmare, mm-hmm. and then th- like somehow that that got me on their PR list, and they're like. They're like, hey, what do you want? Like, here's some, here's a list of crap you can get. And I'm like, oh hell yeah, dude. Well, I want Power Rangers, so I we watched it. It was it looked beautiful on Blu-ray. Uh, I will say that it does have special features, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I remember correctly, the DVD was bare bones. But um, anyway, yeah. I will be I will be. I think I still a... have my original DVD of it. It's just the disc and yeah. the 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 thin plastic too. Not even. Nothing well, nice. <laughs> the, well, considering it's so crazy, it took that long. It just got released like two or three weeks ago. That's, so, I'm surprised they didn't they didn't round that up when the the reboot happened. You figured they'd try to push the old one. 
Yeah. Since it was still canon, technically, I suppose. I don't know. It, it is very possible that... I'm, I would assume that there had to be something with, with rights. Yeah, it's uh, always so, rights. Yeah, but... Uh, I will be probably writing a review for, well, I will be writing a review for that for Cinedump.com um, eventually. Just not today, obviously, because we're, yeah. talk- we're talking about the Meg today, but... Uh, the Megalodon. Oh, yeah. Hey, but uh, hold, did you did you watch any of the trailers I sent? Or, or, or... Oh, yeah. Read them off. With, uh, the Boys? I watched yeah. that one. Well, I wanted, uh, do you, uh, I wanted to mention them before we jump into the movie, because that would have yeah. been the... I Kev, I know you're editing this, and that would have been a perfect transition to the Meg, mm-hmm. but the teacher ain't here, ain't here, buddy. So we're gonna do things how we want. So we're gonna keep like we're gonna keep hinting to the Meg, and yeah. so and but but man, now we're gonna talk about the boys. The boys, yeah. So what do you think about the boys? I'm actually very excited for the boys. Yeah, I I uh, it's the it's the show itself is produced by Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And he also produced Preacher, which is another comic book show. Oh, and did he do that? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he did Preacher. I've never seen it. So I'd... it's, you know, I just got one of my buddies to watch it. And my girlfriend just got like got me to watch it because I had yeah. never I had never watched it. Um, it's it's actually the same writer. So Preacher is the same writer as the boys. Okay. It's like this dark, you know, world that this um, I want to say Garth Ennis wrote wrote it. And I typically like his writing because he also wrote uh, some um, Constantine, I believe. And he, he writes some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, it kind of speaks to like dark, murky, like it's usually sex and drugs and violence and kind yeah. of over the top, but not too over the top, but like just enough to make it interesting. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm really excited because it kind of look, it kind of reminds me of The Watchmen if The Watchmen was on. Amazon, which this is <laughs> this is going to be on Amazon. Oh, tight. Okay, cool. I didn't even notice that it was going to be on Amazon. That's yeah, good. yeah. It looks it looks cool. I'm I'm very excited for it, and I actually bought anticipation for this. I bought the boys number one. Oh, nice. Um, and I'm like, dude, like that's and that the the value of that of the book has just went up and up and up and up just because <laughs> the the trailers are getting such positive feedback. So I hope it pays off in the end. Yeah, you know it's it's. I hope so too, man. You never know these days. Yeah, because like a book can go from two hundred to three dollars overnight. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I also totally forgot this one. I saw Toy Story four, which you yeah. also saw. I I uh, I like Toy Story four, man. I really did. It's getting uh, a lot of hate online, but I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it didn't make even half as much money as I'm sure they wanted it to. But they also didn't push it like I thought they would have. There's toys all over Target, but there's I never really saw ads for it. Or not even on... I mean, especially with my Instagram and my algorithm, it should have known I wanted to see that. Yeah, But it was definitely pushing Child's Play a lot more. And I was like, I don't know how the sales uh, weighed out for both over the weekend, but it only... It cost them $200 million to make. It pulled in, I think, like 240 yeah. Over the weekend, which is, I mean, that's not even paying for marketing. So that's not good for a Toy Story 4. I yeah. figured that would have been a bigger weekend. I, I think that part of that is, too, is they released it like a week before July 4th. So they're like, yeah. they're like, okay, well, now all these people are going to be home. And they're like, we're already going to get all the people that want to see it day one. Yeah. So then let we have a whole week after that because everyone's going to be home and it's the family film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, also with the way that Chucky was doing advertising, <laughs> I don't think that that hurt Toy Story because, if anything, it just reminded you that Toy Story was coming out as well. 
Right. So, um, which, but either way, uh, I did not see Child's Play. I still plan to. Um, I've heard better things than I thought. So, I mean, fine. I'll still go see it if I get a chance. Um, but Toy Story 4 was amazing. I loved it. I loved every minute of Tony Hale as Forky. I didn't think I was going to really like Forky, but I was totally into it. Uh, Gabby Gabby. Yeah. The, like every section of the movie was perfect. And I, I just wept. I just fucking wept my way out of the theater. I just, <laughs> I didn't even watch the post credits. I know there were like three or four scenes. I didn't watch any of that, but, uh, but God, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Jesus, I just, that's how you end it when you don't need to make a sequel. Yeah. Like that. It was totally not part of the trilogy. It was just a new story, but it, that's a way to end someone's story. Yeah. Perfect. There is going to be more, maybe not a Toy Story 5, but they're already working on Forky shorts for the new the Disney streaming. They're they're going to make more. They're working on a Bo Peep thing too, like a series. Yeah. See, so I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, the yeah, we're not we're not done with Toy Story. I don't know if they'll ever do a 5 cuz like the gang is pretty much done. Like the Rex wasn't even fucking in it. Like, yeah. like none of them, none of the main guys were in it. It was really just Woody's like swan song. Yeah, which I enjoyed, which I thought yeah. was it was necessary because he he started number one and he's ending number four, which yeah. I don't want to I don't want to say too much, but it's no. I but thought man, it was a nice cap. Tom Hanks is just what, I, what a I, treat. We I didn't will, deserve him. <laughs> I will say that I thought uh, Keanu Reeves was the highlight for me. He was fantastic as Duke Kaboom. <laughs> uh and, yeah, I, and I know uh, <laughs> Sprinkles didn't stay till after the credits, but I would, I would recommend um, if you can't make it through the credits, just go pee and then come back yeah. because there's, oh, uh, yeah. there's, I've, there's, I, I know what happens in those. I've, I, cause I just heard and I was like, Oh shit. I didn't even, I forget that's a thing. Cause yeah. I'm one of those, like I leave right before the last song at a concert. Cause I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of this parking lot kind of thing. Yeah. So I always get up and leave once those credits start. I'm like, these people can sit and watch. I'll watch it later on YouTube. Yep. Um, see, I'm the complete opposite. Like I, like I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be waiting in traffic either way. <laughs> I think, uh, what was it that I was watching that had a, Oh, I also watched Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. The, uh, the new one. No, the original one. I had never oh, seen OG. it. Yeah. Um, really liked the first 30 minutes totally fell off and I was like bummer they they had me and then all the cleverness kind of went away and it was just like another movie I was like ah oh, those those little things like the power brick yeah being their their central station I I was like this is a thinker this guy got a raise <laughs> that was a that was a good idea uh, I don't remember where I was going with that one well that but... that's how I felt about part two I went and saw part two and then like I thought maybe I was judging it too harshly and I watched it again because they added it to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, still not a fan. Yeah, um, like I just wanted that that campiness and like that wit to go the whole movie. But then once the antagonist comes in, you're like, yeah, no, I wanted this to just be like a self discovery movie. I don't want like a bad guy. I don't well, need that. Part, part two is a little bit more self discovery. So if that's what you're looking yeah. for, it, yeah, it, yeah. it falls flat. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but while while we're talking about Pixar, I did. So did you see the cra- or the uh, trailer for Onward? I did. I did. What, I saw. What do you think? It looks, <clears throat> it looks cool, but also I don't like it. I yeah. don't like the art style, like the the guys. I, I don't like what they look like. They look yeah. Like, even though I love Ratchet and Clank, and that's what they reminded me of. 
Um, they they just look like kind of cheap Halloween decorations. Uh, I because I really like Pixar's detail and their hair and their like facial expressions. Yeah, and with these big teeth like monster guys, I'm like, eh, it's gonna kind of Shrek like. It it felt it felt very like like clever like it was almost like the idea for the movie came first well yes. obviously it did but yeah. but, but i mean like um <laughs> it seemed like the character like pieces were like playing second fiddle like the, mm-hmm. it, it, the story is going to be what shines in that not yeah. necessarily the um the art i guess you could I'm, say i'm sure it will be it's from the people who did coco right and like um, the good dinosaur, I think it said at the because I I saw it before Toy Story and it it gave the little blips before that. Uh, I've noticed Pixar definitely has different teams. Yeah, and their lesser team is their Coco team, the ones who made the good dinosaur, Coco. Uh, what's that other one? They've had a couple that just they come out. And no one no one really goes and sees them. It's just like oh yeah, another Pixar movie that I'm sure is good, but yeah. very few people saw it. Like Inside Out. Yeah, that's I, one of my favorite movies of all time, and no one knows that it's even a Pixar movie. See, I didn't, I didn't like uh, what was it? The one, the dinosaur one. That one was. Yeah, I've never seen it, and I'm not going to. I don't know why I'm not going to. I just, it's just a subpar. It's, it's not up. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they uh, apparently they went through a ton of rewrites with dinosaur or, or whatever the is it good dinosaur? Or is it just it's dinosaur? The good, I think it's just called the good dinosaur. Yeah, that, that's right. Dinosaur is yeah. the one that came out like in 2005. Yeah, that's the one that, that was like animated. Land for Time Faker. Yeah, that was a weird one. But uh, but yeah, they that movie, the Good Dinosaur, like it changed multiple times. Like there was a bunch of different ideas, and like, and the movie that they set out to make is not the movie that we got. Yeah. Uh, I do not recommend seeing that movie. You will just you'll leave disappointed. Um, <laughs> The let's see the the other trailer I sent was the did you see did you watch the peanut butter falcon one? Uh oh no no I didn't see that one. Oh, okay, well I'll give you a little rundown and then like yeah. that'll be your homework. Okay, <laughs> so the it's peanut- ba- <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. It, it's like um so it's it's Shia LaBeouf and uh, yeah you know and Shia LaBeouf has his ups and downs, but this one looks mm-hmm. like he's gonna finally or not finally, but this is gonna be like a return to form. Like he's gonna yeah. get. He's gonna get to shine again, like he did with that uh, with in, with Brad Pitt uh, in that tank movie that was fantastic. But um, he's like uh, this dude that hangs out with uh, a, a child or a kid with down. Or I guess he's not a kid, uh, a man with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And the man, he has like a caregiver that's a, a woman, and uh, she's young. She's like Shia LaBeouf's age, and uh, Shia LaBeouf helps the uh the man with down syndrome kind of like run run away because he wants to become a uh professional wrestler so no way <laughs> dude i'm all about this and uh the the ending of the trailer is fantastic because like the the woman finds them and they start all three hanging out together obviously there's a b like love story right and uh they're like well, what's your name going to be and the, the guys like i'm going to be the falcon and they're all like sitting around a campfire, like eating peanut butter. And he like goes and he takes the peanut butter and like wipes it on his face. And he goes, "The peanut butter falcon." <laughs> yeah, and it it's so That's so sweet. It's produced I by the same it. people that did like Little Miss Sunshine, so you know it's going to be oh, okay. a tearjerker. 
Um, Dude, I'm all I'm all about this. I'm yeah, it, so lo- it looks fantastic. It looks the fantastic. peanut butter falcon. It reminds me the way you described it. Reminds me of aside from the fact that Shia LaBeouf did that movie uh, True Confessions on the yeah. Disney Channel, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, I would like if anyone has that on tape. Uh, you have the only copy. Please call me. Um, <laughs> but uh, shit. Oh, it it made me think of Vision Quest meets The Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it, uh, <laughs> California. <laughs> it's very. You know, that's not a bad. Uh, like the the comparison. Wizard, especially that. Like, just I'll we'll go. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that. It, and then uh, the other trailer I saw, which I wouldn't have, I never would have clicked on ever, but it was before Toy Story 4, was the second Troll movie. Oh, yeah. So I did not watch the first Troll movie. I don't, it's not necessarily something on my list. Um, I, it's probably something I would put on while cooking Thanksgiving dinner. That Like, I'm busy. Let's put this on because Netflix is short on holiday movies. Uh, but the sequel looks friggin good it's it's clever it's It's very clever and it's really cute the way they do it and i was like that you just you just got every audience member because you just pinpointed everybody now it's a meme movie it's a straight up like let's make fun of funk players of metalheads of it's essentially for those listening because you probably haven't seen it naturally it's basically uh like the trolls from the first movie were like pop singers and turns out there are five other genres of music and those have their own trolls and those trolls basically run their own districts and those districts, they fight with each other. I guess they don't, they don't co-mingle. So there's a country one, uh, a metal one, uh, whatever, you know, music. Yeah. There's a techno one, of course, which came in <laughs> and I was like the, the audio now in movie theaters is stupid ridiculous and i'm half deaf and i can't even handle how this bass feels but i'm excited for it am i gonna see it in theaters no but i'm excited for thanksgiving because i know where (laughs) well i I will i will suggest and i will say that i totally avoided the first one until it was on netflix Mm -hmm. if it's still on there you should definitely give it a go is it is it good yeah it's actually really good it's one of the better animated movies i've seen in a while and I will, I will say that I haven't. I don't think I've seen it all the way through, so I don't, I don't count it as like a complete watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen bits and pieces because it's, you know, I have a kid and it's always on. Um, but, Kids loved it. it. It was a bigger yeah. deal than I thought it would have been. I mean, trolls weren't a thing for what twenty years. Yeah, like in between there. And it's it's really good, and the music's really good because uh, Justin Timberlake does one of the voices. So Hell yeah. And I mean, like, I listen a little bit of every music, and mm-hmm. oddly enough, Justin Timberlake is one of the best live shows I've ever seen. I believe that. And I believe that. It was hard for me to believe that, you know, because <laughs> I've seen like a ton, I've seen everybody, but um, yeah, he's up there, man, and and he can sing and he can perform, you know, but um, some for some reason he definitely shines in this in this in this movie. Yeah. Um. So cool. Maybe, so trolls, uh, check it out. Yeah, trolls. Uh, and another quick shout out, just because you mentioned Justin Timberlake, which in my head immediately brought up Dick in a Box, which brought me right over to Kylo Ren here. Uh, the the uh, what what did they call it? 
the Jose Canseco, uh, yeah, Lonely Island. What did the, what's the name of it? It's, it's on Netflix too. It's on Netflix, the Lonely Island made a. It's Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco, right? Yeah, they yeah. made a video called the the Something Brothers. Was it like the Bang Brothers? No, not Bang Brothers. That's definitely not it. Um, basically, about their their home run streak or whatever. I don't know shit about baseball. Mark McGuire, the first time he was famous in the eighties with Jose Canseco and uh, Andy Samberg and the other Lonely Island guys do an entire, I think it's like 40 minute music video. Yeah. It's like, the, it's the, the, the bash brothers, the bash brothers, which yeah. I, how did I not even put that together? That that sounds so much like the bang brothers, <laughs> uh, but it's hysterical. So quick shout out to that. If many, I don't even like baseball, but I was raised around it. So it was very, it was very funny and they go over the top way more than they need to. So shout out to them. But anyway, All I right. think, uh, I think we've, we've talked about just about everything except what we're supposed to talk about. Yeah. So we're 40 minutes in. So let's, uh, let's it's go. All right. Well, we're about, I guess we'll see how much of this gets edited out. But, uh, for those that are, that want the, the deep cuts, um, we're, we're 41 minutes in. So if look at your time code right now, and then you can you can decipher how much that, of this Kevin edited out. That's how much is on the cutting room floor. We started at uh, one minute and thirty seconds was my cough. I believe. Okay. So so there you have the uh, the time slot there. We should be at about forty. Anyway, so, so to I, I have a nice little antidote for as far as like connecting the movie we're supposed to be talking about. Right. So okay. our last film starred John Candy, The Great Outdoors. Yes. And by the way, I got a lot of hate. Uh, for not liking it so i just wanted to give you guys a heads up no one <laughs> so far like everyone hates me and loves y'all Damn. Um, but uh the director john turtletob of the meg he also directed cool runnings well is... son of a bitch <laughs> so do you want to talk uh or do you want to incredible do you want to walk us through the synopsis of uh this fantastic shark phenom <clears throat> yeah um yeah, I probably should have pulled up the synopsis so I could actually read it. Well, I was—I wanted you to spitball it. I didn't want. Yeah, didn't... okay. Yeah, we'll spit fire. <laughs> spit. I'm spitting hot fire right now. Uh, spit it all. The Meg is about uh, basically uh, Dwight from the office is an investor and he's paying for this expedition uh, into the ocean as uh, deeper than we've ever gone uh, to discover. Is so? Are they looking for a resource or are they just there to discover like? Just whatever they find is like I didn't I didn't notice if they were looking for something specific. Do you know? Are they looking for like oil? Uh, or something? I don't know exactly what they're looking for. But anyway, uh, they go down real deep um, into the ocean, and of course, there's a lot of wildlife down there. And then, uh, then there's a giant shark. So Jason Statham uh, was once a diver doing the same job, essentially like a marine biologist. I don't know what he was. And he encountered this thing in a big tragic accident where several people died and he had to go down and rescue some people. And he left, I guess one or two people to die. Yeah. Uh, He says it was necessary and he'll never do it again. Yada, yada, yada. And then the stars of the movie or the, the, the guys who are running this facility, this is a huge facility. Uh, it's like underwater all the way down an ima- unimaginable amount of glass. Like the fact that this thing is stable is ridiculous. Uh, 
And Jason Statham is roped in because his ex-wife is trapped. They don't know what happened to them. Their their thing cut off. They're deep down. He needs to come save them. Big shark. Lull in the middle. Big shark. So that's where we're at. Yeah, basically that's, I mean. This movie's about a megalodon. I couldn't have done that better. Yeah, so uh, so that's the that's the one we're going to be talking about right meow. Uh, cut to trailer, unless he already did. talking about the meg starring jason statham and just dwight. about everybody there's a lot of people in this dwight fruit uh yeah it's a it's a really weird like uh ensemble cast probably probably one of the worst ones i've ever seen to be honest yeah. with you uh <laughs> i didn't even know jason statham was in this honestly i had never seen a trailer for this movie all i ever saw was the poster which there's only one poster and it's the cover of the movie too. There's yeah. almost no marketing material for this other than the green letters that say the Meg and water. At, at the time, I think when it came out, like uh, I think that there, I was watching, I, I don't There was some sort of, sort of sporting event. I think it was baseball and they were promoting the shit out of this. I mean, um, that's, I mean, it's the, <laughs> the boys of summer. That's who's going to go see shark movies. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> People who go to the beach, those are people who watch baseball. Uh, so what did, what did you like about the movie? Like, like, let's start, let's start there. What I liked about this movie was a lot, actually. Um, it was, it was one notch. If, if you imagine movies as, as the notches of, of, a of, a 
of like a like a of like a workout bench, you know, like those those like little hooks you put the the weight on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're one notch above like a sci-fi movie, like yeah. sci-fi channel. S Y F Y. We're like one notch above that. the The visuals were better than one of those movies, but still bad enough for me to chuckle like almost every scene. And that was the point. It was very much Jason Statham, uh, very much transporter crash, which is what I, I had no idea about it. As soon as I saw his face, I was like, fuck yes, this is, this is one of his movies. Yeah. Which means it's going to be like that. And it was, it didn't disappoint. I'm surprised there was of all things in the movie. I'm surprised there was no like actual hand to hand combat. Like well, there's person fight scene there, very much. There's, there's like some combat, but I mean, like yeah. I was, I was also surprised about that too. Uh, uh, there was no like male, like person antagonist. It was really just the shark. Uh, and I liked that too, though. Cause it surprised me. There was no bad guy who was making everything happen. It was just a shark. Yeah. Similar to how jaws is. There is no bad guy in jaws. It's just the shark. Uh, it had a great, plot twist halfway through um which is and which is the fact that the, the shark that they kill which is this huge shark uh <laughs> i loved this part this is when i audibly was like whoa so they kill the shark they tie this thing up this is a massive huge probably 25 foot shark and uh they're like cool we're done we did it and it's hanging up on the boat and they're like i right, bring it in and then the actual Megalodon, after all this time, jumps out of the water and eats the shark and knocks the boat over. The shark is four times the size of it. I was like, holy shit, that's the Meg? Yeah. So like this whole, the whole beginning of the movie, which it did have a bit of a slow start, but the whole beginning of the movie was not even the Meg. That well, was a different shark. There's parts of it that were because the 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 thing is is the scene with the glass. Remember the Meg bit the, the glass, biting, yeah. Uh, and then um, Jason Statham's character is like looking at the teeth, and mm-hmm. he's like thinking because this is a callback to Jaws. Uh, mm-hmm. He's looking at the teeth, and he's like, "This this looks different." Like this because you can see his his uh, action packed mind <laughs> putting the pieces together. <laughs> And as soon as he realizes that it's, you know, the, the shark that they caught is not the shark that left the imprints in the glass. Uh-huh. Uh, that's when it, it, the dots yeah. are connected. Um, which, which was just, and that happens again later in the movie, but, but that, that was, that was awesome. And honestly, the part where it did bite the glass when the girl was standing there, yeah. shout out to that little girl. Yeah. She, she was the highlight. Like, yeah. She was the highlight as far as the humans go. Uh, she was fantastic in the whole movie. Her mom was actually great in it too. I thought she was going to annoy me. She didn't. She was really good. If anything, uh, Statham's ex-wife was the most annoying. Yeah, I person. think I, I was like, she survived. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? I have her listed here as a value version of Rebecca Romaine. I was thinking um, Kelly from Orville. Yeah, yeah. She's like an RC Cola version of her. Uh, <laughs> I like so that. It was, it was a bummer, but. But overall, what I what I, yeah, what I liked about the movie was was Jason Statham, that little girl, and just those action scenes, those few scenes of the, because there weren't too many scenes of the the sharks attacking and all that. Yeah. But I I enjoyed what they showed, and I, I don't think they overplayed much. When when you mentioned Jason Statham, uh, I I uh, 
there was particular scenes in the beginning because I he was one of the only people that I knew that was actually in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was like, okay, this is gonna be a shit show just based on because I, I like while I do like the transporter, I'm just not a big fan of of his. Mm-hmm. And immediately, it w- it was weird because anytime you would have a one lighter, the camera would zoom in on his face and he'd be like, what? <laughs> And then the next scene, like, and I'm I'm thinking, man, this is hilarious because I'm audibly laughing out loud by myself. And then the next scene is like, I'm going back, and I'm like, dude, like this, they are catering to what they have, and it, yeah, this it's is perfect. This is a Statham vehicle, if I've ever, yeah. if I've ever seen one. Yeah, when they go to convince him, when they go to ask him to do it, he's just like, he's like, I'm gonna say no. Like, no, but you haven't even listened to us. He's like, let me guess. You need me. You're going to offer me money. I'm still going to say no. Yep. And then, of course, they're like, your ex-wife. And he's like, oh. And it zooms and in. It like, goes like, immediately. It's not even a slow. It's just like, zo- like zoom. Like uh, just, uh, classic shit. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was great. So they get him immediately with no issues. And uh, I like the the ship designs. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Um for the same reasons that I hated the ones in Jurassic Park, uh, those old balls. I like the idea of a ball being the center of a submarine. Yeah. I don't know if those exist, if they really are like that sphere. Those those do exist. Okay, then that's yeah. fucking awesome. It, um, and that makes more sense like it, it, yeah. because it works in water. Right, because why <laughs> would you roll around uh, like that? Why <laughs> would you create that fucking... That Obstacle weird, for yourself. That... Uh, I just I wish every day the two kids in Jurassic World come to my mind and I'm angrier just a little bit just yeah. every day those two fucking children. Anyway, back to the the megalodon. Um, I uh, you you mentioned you mentioned one of your favorite scenes the the part when they caught the megalodon and or the mm-hmm. the smaller one. Yeah, like one of my favorite scenes and this is this is horrible, but it's the scene when um like. There's the crowds of people. This is near the end. And it's yeah. like, uh, it starts with, I think, a shot from the top. And there's all those tubes. And so you're seeing it from, like, the sky. But uh, and you can kind of see the, the Meg, like, going through the crowds of people very slowly. Yeah. But then it, like, cuts to these three, like, Asian kids, like, sitting on, like, a like a wooden little area. And the one dude goes... Oh my god! You know, and I, <laughs> I just lost it. I was like, and I, you know, of course, we all think that he's referring to the the shark, when in reality he just sees like three other girls, and I was like, that was that was perfectly placed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the the there's this one chunk of the movie right after that part where the big one comes out and bites it. Yeah, where the movie totally lost me. For like a good while, and then I hop back in when the action picked up again, and that was cool. So when they actually start to start to fight the the big one, the yeah, real megalodon, the real one, um, and and the way I watched it twice, it's death because I was like, wow, they really <laughs> fuck this thing up. Um, so they they initially think they kill it. Because uh, Dwight pays these dudes to drop bombs all over it. And they just throw these things out like hacky sacks at this thing. Like it's nothing, just exploding holes into it. And they're like, yep, we got it. 
yeah, it's done. And then they, they float on over to it. And he unrealistically tells someone to go get one of its teeth. Yeah. I don't know how he plans on performing this procedure with his bare hands while the shark is in the ocean. Get one for uh, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> while it's still like a like it's still there's still blood in there. It's not a it's not a skeleton. Uh so he goes and checks the mouth apparently. Enough so to be a hundred percent certain that there are no teeth in this mouth. And right away Dwight is like, Oh shit, this is just a whale. We gotta go. <laughs> And then they take off, and he falls out the back, which is just great. So he Perfect. tries he tries to get away because he knows that the the shark's coming towards him. He tries to get away by climbing onto the dead carcass of this whale. <laughs> and after one near miss, uh, then he does get eaten. And on that note, not enough people die in this movie. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, I mean, obvious like uh, there is a scene with a dog, and mm-hmm. obviously. The dog does not die, but but we are led <laughs> right. to believe that the dog dies. And I, I it was at that point that I I kind of realized that and I'm like, we like what what is this? And then I, I looked it up and I was like, this is PG thirteen. It is very PG thirteen. It is so close to being R that it seems like it used to be, and then they cut things out. Yep, just to try to appease a larger audience, which if doesn't appease fucking anyone <laughs> yeah because because it's still like it, the same people are gonna go see this regardless no right. one cares what it's rated yeah uh that's like that's like if a video game dumbed things down to be rated teen yeah no one would even they'd be like what why did you do that like we wouldn't have noticed well it, this movie like it would have been on par with deep blue sea Mm-hmm. If it would have ha- had been allowed to be more satisfying. Yep. It needed some um, blood. It needed some F-bombs and some titties. And there you go. Well, and that's a typical shark movie. So I don't yeah. know if they they did everything that they wanted to do. Except for, you know, it, meet my expectations. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, the dog coming back at the end reminded me of the end of Freddy Got Fingered. When the kid goes into the blades of the fa- of the plane, and then you hear him, yeah, like he's okay, and you're like, he, you weren't supposed to hear him. That was <laughs> he was supposed to be dead, but then the network was like, no, you can't kill a do- a little puppy dog in this PG thirteen movie, and they were like, all right, we'll have him swim back up to the boat. Yeah, yada yada. Let's get everyone back out for this one scene. Uh, it was definitely yeah, like I wanted to hear some swears and to see some people die. Anybody that one. The one dude, what was his name? He like sacrificed himself to save them. Yeah, um, by the, closing the, the pressured thing. Who who was that? That was I don't remember any character's name, and unless I know their actor name, was it the Asian only guy? Only Jason Statham. Yeah, the Asian guy from, was from Heroes. I think that was the guy. Yes, from Heroes. that was him. It wasn't it. Yeah, and like okay, oh, like gosh, I hope it was. Sorry if it wasn't. So we're jumping. Yeah, I know because that's gonna sound bad. Yeah. But, uh the speaking of him, it was like him and then the big the big fat white dude. Like they were supposed to be the comedic relief, right? And yeah, the big, yeah. I and I'm about that guy. And I'm just like, if anything, this is just not a relief. Like this is this is hard to watch because you're forcing us as viewers to be dumb. Like to you're assuming that we're dumb, right? Because you're you're basically telling us who to laugh at and what to laugh at. Like it was, it felt very. Uh, insulting and yes. in all in all reality <laughs> the writing was very insulting to the to the audience the sure. 
the other th- I, I meant to mention this earlier, but you said that you got lost in the middle. Yes. Uh, you the the runtime is nearly two hours long. Yeah. And it, so like I didn't get lost in the middle. I got lost at the end. I got lost at the part that was the most crucial because I it was a chore. Like I felt yeah. like like there like you mentioned, there was not enough dying and the people that were dying, they were going out like pansies. Like we were seeing like half a death or mm-hmm. um no blood. Like I mean, for Christ's sake, the the Viking the or the the Asian guy, he got a Viking Viking funeral. Like what what the hell was right. that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it could have been like so much more satisfying. And especially considering the fact that it is a $150 million sci fi movie. Yeah. It just was not. And an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. Which 20 of that could have gone, gone away. Easily. Well, well, it probably did. That was all the curses. And Honestly, titties. yeah. Yeah. This thing could have been like a two and a half hour movie. Well, like another thing. Like and I don't know how you feel about her, but I do not like Ruby Rose. Like she makes I, me. Yeah, I don't like her either. I thought her character was a cool twist in Orange Is the New Black. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, so we're gonna do one of these. And then I found out that that's just what she does. That's what she is in these movies. Um, yep. Her hair was atrocious. I have a personal vendetta against the person who did that to her, and I hope she does too, because that was that was bad. They were like clumped not dreads they were just like awful chunks of hair um i hated that so much and she was really arrogant in the movie and i just thought that was very i was like why is she here and i she she didn't die nope no one died at least give me that yeah let me have someone who i think is annoying die in the movie well it like she just makes me uncomfortable i didn't know if it was her hair like her playing the same character as the one, the, the, the role in orange is new black, mm-hmm. but like kind of going back to that aspect of, of it being a homage to jaws. Give me a blonde hair, blue eye, you know, some big Nubian milkers, man. Like let's see <laughs> some, some, I don't need a flat, <laughs> like chested lesbian. That's going to make everyone feel like shit. Like it was just so, it was not my ideal, uh, like, like she was supposed to be like the hottie of the of the movie. I felt she like. was like the the badass, the badass girl. Wrong wrong just, movie, it man. Didn't, it didn't fit in this movie. Um, it didn't work. I would have preferred, like she like why she wasn't even directed to act act like Ripley. Yeah, like act like take command. She wasn't taking command. She was really just being rude, which sucked. I wasn't a fan of her. I wasn't a fan of the blonde lady. Uh, she just, just complained. Wanted, yeah. Uh, the little girl and her mom were cool. I was into them. I'm glad that they both survived. Uh, See, I but... wanted I wanted her to I wanted the mom to die, <clears throat> and then Jason Statham have to raise the kid. Well, I think he's going to end up with that kid anyway because well, they were totally. She so the little girl was like, "My mom has a thing for you," and because everyone was into Jason Statham because, duh, was fuck? of course, because they are because every other guy on that ship couldn't do anything. Yeah. So they needed him and they went and begged him for about 16 minutes before he said yes. And uh and yeah, which brings me to his his epic face off with this with this shark, this massive shark where he he shreds the side of it open as he's fighting it in the uh in the submarine thing which has very sharp wings, I guess. He he barrels down the side of it completely splitting it 
I mean, almost disemboweling and nothing comes out, but it probably should have more should have come out of that fucking shark than did. Uh, and then as it's jumping, th- remind me how they got into the air. It just seemed like it just happened. It just seemed like it just, yeah, it just seemed like they didn't want to do it underwater. They were up in the air and, and Sir Statham just, <laughs> just jams. What was it? A screwdriver or he had like a, I don't know. He had some shark, like a harpoon a, or something. Yeah. I think it was like a harpoon or something. And he just jabs this thing right into its eye mid air yeah. as the side of it is split open. It lands back in the water. And then he notices that other just little sharks are rushing the thing and eating it. Just completely eating this thing. That was a badass scene. When all the, the sharks came in to eat the big shark and one of them flew through its mouth from the inside. I was like, well, hell yeah, this thing's dead. So while while doing research on this, that um, that scene was was really interesting to me. And I don't think that that was a mistake. Uh, I was hoping for a stinger, like something after the credits. Mm-hmm. But there there isn't anything. So, yeah. But but at the same time, uh, in the book, the Meg actually gives birth to three pups to die. The lone survivor, Angel, would be the poster child for the following books. In the film, the shark that's seen leaving its uh-huh. its, its uh, through through its like mouth or whatever, yeah, is said to have been a baby shark escaping the dead shark's mouth. No way. Presumably, the offspring. So, what that reminded me is of, that is that medically possible in a I, shark. I have no idea. I'm not a. I, I mean, I don't. It would know have to shit. get. It would, yeah, it would have to get. Like, boy, I feel like it would have to be an, an unintentional C-section from the inside, and then have to know, like, oh, okay, Where to, time go? to go. Yeah, good thing I was ready. Where? How <laughs> epic is that, though? Like the fact that I didn't know that Meg was a, a book. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a very popular series. Is it really? Yeah. See, like in. Like all the trivia, like all the everything I was reading, ha- always related back to the book. Like, what did they change? These, yeah, I, the book sounds way better. <laughs> wow! But um, because they changed a lot of things to make it work for for film. I didn't and, know people uh, read a lot of shark books. Is well, that that's a big thing too. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, and you know, the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. Because, I mean, think about Jurassic Park. Like, that's yeah. kind of still going, and um. And that's what this this kind of reminded me of Lost World because of the kid mm-hmm. and because of like, I, I don't know, there was a lot of connections to Lost World or so I felt. Um, but that could have just been from the idea that it was translated from a novel. Yeah, I was getting some uh, some Sequest vibes. See, I've never seen that. You've never. Oh, dude. Sequest. Yeah. Yeah, y'all gotta go watch Sequest. I hope it's still on Netflix. I that's one thing that I don't know if that's on Blu-ray, but I want to get that in physical format because Sequest was essentially, uh, fuck, what's the the main dude from Jaws? What's his name? The actor. The which one? The 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 one that survives the sheriff. The glasses. Sheriff. Uh, I know Where? the names. Yeah, it's available on Blu-ray, but it's. Sick. Uh... It's foreign though, so you'd have to have a uh, Wii. You can play. You can pl- you can play it on a Wii. Uh, no, I was oh, saying Wii, Wii like Wii. like uh, <laughs> like Wii, French. Huh? Uh, 
the sequest is rad it's basically that dude from y'all can read me online later from jaws uh being the picard to an underwater star trek that's what it is it's an underwater star trek and uh jonathan brandis is in it rest in peace he talks to a dolphin with this little like dolphin communicator and then they go on undersea adventures just like star trek you're talking about uh what so is it roy schreider that's it yeah Uh, or yeah because i'm glad i didn't guess because i was i was assuming richard dreyfus but then i no, I yeah, lo- yeah. I looked up Sequest. Yeah, it's apparently available on Blu-ray, but it's um, you can buy the entire series on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. but, in it, but it's a foreign release. That's weird. You know, I don't know why we don't get as much as I would have thought. I mean, you don't want to even try with us. It, it was an American show. Yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's strange how that stuff. It's and it like even Arrow, like they'll release something like um in the uk but they can't release it here because someone owns the rights to it i don't it's, yeah it's weird how that works they've huh. i've been to a couple of the panels where they explain it but it's still confusing yeah well but, um okay so we're getting long i just want to give one quick uh one quick note before we head out and it's totally unrelated to anything we've talked about but okay. it's it's uh it's house cleaning i forgot to mention and it's um a new trailer as well trailer is not that much to scoff at it's like 45 seconds but the Scream TV show um, <laughs> is finally coming back. Now, I have a lot of haters for this and deal with it. I loved the Scream TV show. So did I. Love, I. I love all four Scream movies. I love everything about the series. You like that show? Yeah, I loved it. Yes, you watched all of it? Yeah, it's, I watched, it's perfect. I, I, I love it. <clears throat> I thought I was going to be the only one that, well, obviously, Kev isn't here, so he'll have to chime in on this yeah. next time. But, uh, I'm very surprised to hear that. I'm the only person I know that likes it. Dude, that's Well, fantastic. now I know too. Hey, I have a present for you that I'll see you on Sunday. But so the third season was filmed in 2017. And it stars Mary J. Blige, Tyga, uh, a new cast of kids, yeah. an unrelated story. And it includes the original Scream Mask. Um, why it didn't come out for two years and they went totally radio silent is MTV's fault. They just didn't want to put it out. They, I don't know. They didn't want to do it. So they just dipped and VH1 bought it. And lo and behold, they debuted a trailer like three or four days ago. And bye. Yeah. It'll be a three night TV event. And uh, I'm fucking stoked for it, dude. It's scream. Well, I think, uh, well, you know, I do know this MTV and VH1 are owned by the same company. Uh, when by, did that happen? By Viacom. And oh, yeah, they own, they own everything. They own everything. And uh, yeah. the, like, like I, I think ultimately the reason that they didn't want to play it on MTV was just because they're trying to, I guess, still ultimately they were trying to evolve. Uh, MTV was into yeah. more like a regular program like uh, RJ Berger and um, uh, Awkward and like those types of shows. And while those shows do get good ratings, I mean, Teen Wolf, like there's there's a million of them. But yeah. they cost money to make. And you know how a reality show doesn't cost jack shit. No. And so considering, like, uh, you know, the money that goes into a show versus, like, the reward, I, I think that that might have been it. But at the same time, they already had it recorded. They already had it ready to go. But I just – I think that they decided not to put it out there just because they're, they wouldn't have had an audience. Right. Yeah. But – 
anyway, I'm I'm very excited for it. Everybody go we'll talk about it next time. Uh everybody go watch the trailer for that. Uh it's called Scream Resurrection too. They it's yeah. weird that they gave season three of a TV show a subtitle. So it's not even it's not related to those two seasons. But those to do those two that. seasons are really good though. They're fucking rad. Dude. And, I, and I, the I, holiday I, special, the Halloween yeah. one. I it's just, thought it's, it was it's great. So, it's just so good. Like it, it's written exactly like a screen movie. It's yep. the the characters are dumb, but you still like them. Like yeah. that's just what it is, and you want them to die, and you're still wondering who the fuck it is after every episode. You're like, yep. it's gotta be him. Never mind. Oops. <laughs> the there's another show, and I have I have not watched it. It's called Slasher. And it's kind of the same premise. It's and I have it on Blu-ray, but I just haven't gotten around to watch it. But now yeah. it's on it's on Netflix now. So it's okay. It's, it's the same idea, but it's uh, I, I hear that the execution's better. But I like the cheat like like you. I like Scream one through four. I love the execution. Mm-hmm. I love the campiness. So I'm quick, great. I like I like it. Like leave it alone. Dude, Scream four is ending was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. I was like, this is better than two or three. Like, this is a good, this is a fun way to end it. Uh, did so did yeah. you see it in theaters? Did you see it in theaters? No, I didn't even know it came out until years after it came out. Because I, I took probably a 10-year break from media. I was just playing music. And I, I didn't watch any movies. And then when I got back into movies, I was like, no fucking wait. Scream 4 happened? <laughs> it's and, like a cleansing. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Well, I know we kind of jumped off topic there, but let's let's uh, I guess to wrap up here, we can do uh, ultimately. What are your final thoughts about the Meg? And oh yeah, the Meg, yeah, yeah that 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 piece of shit, you know. Yeah, yeah that that movie we watched. Uh, my final thoughts on the Meg is I thought it was great, and will I watch it again? Yeah, probably in like a couple of years. I'll probably watch this about as often as I would watch. Deep Blue Sea or one of those kind of or snakes on a plane. That's kind of where I put it, where it's not as funny as snakes on a plane, but it's, it's just that movie where I'm like, screw it. People are over. Let's just put in a dumb movie. Um, I'm going to give it a, uh, I'll give it a, I'm not a huge fan of the five stars. We might have to review this system we use, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a three, three. Out three. Of five. Okay. So like you, I mean, like I, I enjoyed it for, for the most part, like, um, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. I think I might've just seen it at the right time. Ultimately, mm-hmm. um, everything in the movie, it does feel like an afterthought, but the individual moments, um, are very, are very good. And they, they do remain superior to the sum of, of, of its parts. So mm-hmm. I guess ultimately what I'm saying is like, there are chunks of greatness here. And if you can get through the lulls as uh, sprinkles mentioned, you know, there is a good movie here, or at least an entertaining one. Um, yeah. I give it three out of five stars as well. And I went back and forth on that, but ultimately I settled with three. And the main reason is, is because if there was a sequel, I would, I would see it. Absolutely. I will see the Meg too. If it's about that fucking shark, and they better show that scene again yeah. and, and open with that coming out. And, uh, so I guess to conclude the whole like shark thing as like, cause this is like our big summer movie extravaganza as far as sharks go. Yeah. Every shark movie should end with Finn. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm glad you noticed that too. I was like, Hey, I, I half expected them to think we were dumb enough to actually write, like get it. 
Like, I, I don't know why I was like, are they going to write, haha, or something <laughs> underneath it? Uh, but they didn't, luckily. They, they let us figure that one out ourselves. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought um, that was cute. Yeah, very entertaining. It made me want to watch Snakes on a Plane again and, like, another fun kind of dumb movie, um, which no one talks about that. That was a big movie. Back in the day. I've never seen it. Oh. Is that so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't own it, and it's really not on anything. Like, no one – it's kind of just a forgotten piece of Samuel Jackson history. When, uh, when, like, I used to work in a video store, and, like, whenever I worked in the video store, I was always kind of seeking out more the more, like, under-the-radar like under the radar type movies because mm-hmm. everyone would ask me for a recommendation – and a lot of times, like, the newer movies were gone. So I always have to right. find, like, some random, like, uh, Better Luck Tomorrow or, like, uh, Cabin Fever. You know, some random shit like, yeah. that, that no one was renting. Um, yeah. But that's there was, like, this weird time in my life where I didn't see any of the, like, quote, quote, and quote, uh, good movies. But I'm mm-hmm. um, trying to get back to that because there's so many of the, like, great outdoors that I've never seen. Yeah. So apparently, a lot of these movies are good. You know. Yeah. Who Who'd have thought? And uh, that's what we're here. Uh, we're here to talk about. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let me uh, let me see if I can muster up this outro. Uh, what does he usually say? You got it, yeah, man. Uh, part again. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Uh, uh, well, guys, uh, that's that's our podcast. Remember, uh, we are the guys behind the counter. Uh, be sure to hit us up on Instagram, guys behind the counter, or new to Twitter. Uh, which is what's the Twitter handle? Uh, hold on, it's uh, uh, at it's, uh, BTC, so Bitcoin Podcast Crew. Tight Bitcoin Podcast Crew. What <laughs> up? Uh, so hit us up on there, and also behind the counter podcast at gmail dot com. If you're one of those old fogies who likes to send electronic mail, uh, hit us up on there. Let us know what you think. If you got any comments, questions, concerns, if you want to talk to Jesse about something, he's the new guy. You know, you can ask him questions. See what we're really like on the other. side phone here and remember on sunday which is tomorrow if this is saturday that you're listening to this uh is going to be the houston vhs swap at insomnia gallery uh in houston uh tejas from 1 to 4 p.m so yeah that's what we got guys uh thank you for listening i'm sure this was a long one unless he cut a lot out again (laughs) shout out to uh pizza planet i hope everything is going well down there at least your house isn't flooding and uh, that's what I got. Uh, take it easy, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah. Also, give us recommendations because we have the hardest time coming up with those ourselves. Like we mm-hmm. don't, but we have so many choices. So if there was someone or anyone that can kind of deter or not deter us, but like persuade us to navigate through the many films that we that we could be watching that would be fantastic mm-hmm. because like we have unlimited choices um yeah dm us before we blow up and act like we don't know nobody and then you <laughs> got to add it yeah you got to sign up for patreon to get a hold of us you don't want any of that yeah so, you want to get so out you want to get in now, now become our friend now uh and then tell your friends about us and that's what we got so uh we're uh, via condia we're the guys behind the counter uh, wait, how, do you say bye? Like, I do, uh, He usually does the outro, and then I say later. Oh. <laughs> All right, so so that's usually so, how it is. So, so. Uh, I, I'm one of the guys behind the counter, Jesse, aka at Real Joe Danger. And uh, yeah, Sprinkles here from uh, Collection Therapy. Uh, you can check me out on CollectionTherapy.com and buy some shit from me. So, uh, oh yeah, later. <laughs> bye.